0: Hey guys, this is Chelsea from Spooky Tuesday. Um, And if you weren't aware, Mother's Day is just around the corner. There's only a couple of weeks left, one-ish. So if you haven't gotten your mommy a present yet, you got to get on that. But don't worry, we've got your backs. Um, We partnered with Ana Luisa to do something special just for you guys, a little special discount. Um, Anna Luisa is a jewelry company, and they've got all kinds of cool, fun pieces that start at just $39, so totally affordable, but still sometimes a little fancy enough to feel like a splurge. Um, but in just in time for Mother's Day, they've got a new sale where if you buy one, you can get one for 40% off. So if you're getting a little present for mommy, you can also get a little present for baby. So you can go to our custom link on the Ana Luisa website. Um, Anna Luisa, by the way, is A-N-A, Luisa, L-U-I-S-A. And you can access that great little discount. Um, so if you want to buy a present for mom, want maybe a present for yourself, you can go to shop.analuisa, again, A-N-A l-u-i-s-a dot com slash spooky tuesday and if you do it now it'll come just in time so don't worry don't forget don't wait any longer get your present now spooky tuesday
1: I wasn't spooked. Lie. I wasn't. I saw somebody standing in Mr. Riddle's backyard. Probably Mr. Riddle. Is watching me. Mr. Riddle was watching you? Lori, Mr. Riddle is 87. He can still watch. It's probably all he can do. Hey guys, welcome back to Spooky Tuesday, a weekly podcast where we're breaking down all of our favorite slashers, thrillers, monster movies, and black comedies on the new scariest day of the week. I'm Sydney Thompson. I'm Monica Height. And I'm Chelsea Duff
2: and today's a big day baby you might not know it you might think oh it's april it's springtime the flowers are blooming the bees are buzzing blah 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 blah. no it's actually the official start of spooky season as far as spooky tuesday if spooky tuesday has anything to say about it this is the official start to spooky season um and that's because it's halloween's half birthday not today but like in a couple of days so you know
1: just you go got, with it. You got six months off and now we're doing six months full head on spooky. You can't see it. If you are just listening to this, but we are all dressed up in our spookiest attire.
2: Oh yeah. I got my Jack-o-lantern earrings on my spirit Halloween
1: shirt. Sydney, what are you wearing? <laughs> I'm in a glow in the dark Ouija sweatshirt and I am wearing my beanie because even though it is April, it's still a little cold. <laughs>
2: and uh, don't <laughs> forget to mention that that sweatshirt has thumb holes because that's the most important oh, part of it. It has thumb holes. Extremely
0: um, important. Can we hit the lights? Can we see that glow in the dark in action?
2: Oh, wow. is it charged?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I've been. Does it need to charge? Is that a sweatshirt's need to charge?
2: If it glows in the dark. <gasps> oh, it's working. Kind of, or or maybe in the the light of her computer screen. No, it's working. It's working. Wow, this is going to go really well over audio of the podcast. (laughs) It's incredible. It's (laughs) dark on the screen. You see nothing except for the outline of the Ouija board. Chelsea, what are you wearing today for the half birthday of Halloween? This is now a fashion podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a style podcast. I'm wearing the custom Valentino Halloween collection. Um
2: made out of just,
0: entirely um, scuba. Yeah, made out of entirely scuba material. Um our OG spooky crew back in the day saw one Instagram ad and immediately committed to buying sweatshirts for some reason.
2: It was 2020 <laughs> and everyone was doing some questionable online shopping. Okay. Look, so I'm gonna let it slide for us.
0: We were all at home. We were all bored. We all hadn't gone out to dinner for a long time.
1: We all needed some kind of joy. Okay. (laughs) We needed a little present for ourselves. We bought the $10
2: sweatshirt that shipped from China and took one and a half months to arrive.
0: (laughs) It truly took so long and the material sucks, but it's got a pumpkin on it and it's got a moon and some of my friends also have it so we can do a matching moment. And that's it's
2: what nature. matters. We can only wear it in a highly ventilated area because otherwise- I did have
0: to turn on my air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway, it's it's Halloween's half birthday. And so, you know, you, you got to go full speed ahead, full throttle for the next uh-huh. six months. Full throttle. Yes. So I don't know if you knew that you had to do that, but you do have to do it. Um, and why not start it off with the with the titular, titular? I don't know if I'm using the right yeah, name. I say- the name's- Uh titular yeah did you know that Halloween the holiday was named after this 1978 film yeah that's how yeah that's how it worked um but this week on (laughs) spooky Tuesday we're finally doing it we're finally stepping into Michael Myers shoes and we are doing the OG Halloween from 1978 um and wow, what an experience! I'm very excited. Um, haters come at us, you know. I we've been scared to do <laughs> scared to do Halloween because people are very uh intense about Halloween and about Mike Michael Myers, Mike Myers, as I call him. Um, baby, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but in case you have just been born and then your mommy <laughs> or daddy put headphones in your ears to make you listen to Spooky Tuesday it's the first As words you all ever the hear parents
0: should yeah 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 yeah
2: <laughs> put um the and the so you never on
1: your pregnant belly is what oh, you should be doing they should be listening in the wow
2: room. okay hi baby in the belly <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then it's just the halloween theme song
2: <laughs> if you are a baby and you haven't been born yet so you don't know what halloween Is about, let me break it down for you. (laughs) 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois to kill again. What a great first thing to hear. Honestly, that child was lucky.
1: (laughs) Okay, here's the thing, too. Uh, If you are looking for like cool behind the scenes, educational, like history facts about Halloween, this is not the episode, baby. Uh, That's been done, honey. (laughs) Here's the thing. There is an incredible Halloween podcast called Halloween Unmasked on The Ringer with Amy Nicholson. Hell yeah. Go listen to that if you want cool educational stuff. Here you were getting three beautiful idiots talking about a really good hey, movie. I, jokes, read jokes, jokes. I read some <laughs> articles. I read some no articles too. I read no articles. I
0: watched the movie today. I um could not bring myself to do it which I'm going to get into in a moment, Um, but I was like, okay, if I'm not going to rewatch it, let me like use my time wisely, and I did go searching, and reading the articles gave me a better appreciation for the movie than I think that I could get just watching it on my own, because to launch in, um, I had never seen the 1978 Halloween until we watched it with our OG spooky crew, I think in like roughly fall 2020, or maybe some other point in 2020. But obviously I exist in this world and have watched horror movies. So like I was already super saturated with information about Michael Myers and like what his deal is and like what happens in the I already knew everything basically. Um and so I think that made it super hard to appreciate the movie for what it was because so much of what makes the movie special is like the slow tense moments and like the reveals and I was reading this article um from movieweb.com by writer Anthony Lund and he was talking about like this flow reveal of even like Michael's mask and stuff like that like how long it takes to even get that much you're just getting a little arm you're just getting a little sliver of his body other than when he's like little in the beginning like it takes so long to even show you what Michael Myers looks like in any capacity in the movie and then all you're getting is like jumpsuit and mask but even that reveal is like such a slow burn and I obviously already knew what he looked like and so like that never even registered that you don't see him for so long and then you're only getting like glimpses and hints because I was like well there he is that's Michael I've seen him a million times
2: Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, like when you think of horror, you think of Michael Myers, like you yes. just do, because he's like the face of horror. He is like, like it or not, that's that's the face. That mask is so ubiquitous. You've seen it ten per t- trillion times. And like Chelsea, I hadn't seen this movie. Uh, I didn't see it as a kid. It wasn't the first horror movie I ever saw. Like, Unlike it was for me, <laughs> this
1: this is my your entry point villain origin story right here is this movie. This, the theme song is still my ringtone on my phone. So like, if you call me, it plays the Halloween theme song. That's
2: fucking awesome. The song fucking slaps. All the songs slaps. It's the whole thing slaps. But like, I don't know, for me, I just didn't feel like connected to the, the scariness of Michael Myers. Like, I don't know the first time I ever saw this, but now I feel like I've seen it maybe five times um, over the course of my entire life. And I feel like on this last watch, I finally like got the vibe because I like left the, like what I know about the movies behind and just watched it for a movie, like without the whole, I mean, it's impossible to do that, but I tried to, and I also wasn't like fully zoned in when I was watching it. And for some reason that like unlocked a place in my brain where I could be like, I'm meeting Michael Myers for the first time. (laughs) Uh, But like, it's, It's actually a really brilliant movie in the way that it like creates this like creeping like anxiety. Like I like movies that do that. We just did um, Invasion of the Body Smashers, which is like a masterclass in creating anxiety. And this movie does an incredible job of that too. Like um, (laughs) I wrote in my notes in all caps, did Halloween create the concept of edging? Because it's basically like edging you the entire time, like, oh, something scary is going to happen, something spooky is going to happen. It's getting spookier, but nothing has actually happened except for the beginning. The beginning, someone dies immediately, and then the spookiness. <laughs> it's dead also, in the it's first like 100, five and then boom,
1: This movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But it's, it's like just like creeping you along, and you, yeah, I, I don't know. It, totally. it, it's really, really good, but the first time I ever saw it, I don't even remember that, but when I really paid attention and and saw it again, uh, I was like, okay, cool. I don't think that Halloween is for me, Um, but I don't know. I'm willing to reconsider now. And I also would like to say just from the jump, I have not seen any other Halloween movie except for this one and the 2018 Halloween. Just want to make that clear. Those are the
1: only two that I've seen
0: too. (laughs) Yeah. That's so interesting because I've only seen this one, um, and and you're right, that's kind of what I was telling myself earlier today, like I was a little nervous that we were doing Halloween because it is such a huge franchise and like people love Michael Myers so much and, and it was so um, iconic and like transformative in the horror landscape, like even though it's not really a slasher per se because the kills are like not gory and not necessarily the focal point, um, it it is credited as being like the first slasher and like starting the slasher genre in a way um especially it's with all the, the first slasher that-
1: this is that's black is, christmas but this is considered like what kicked off the slasher oh got the genre.
2: buzz going like, oh, okay yeah. fair, fair fair black totally christmas fair.
1: technically is cuz it did it 4 years before this came out it and it yeah. did the holiday
0: thing too it did
1: yeah. the holiday it got it um but this really, like, set everything off because, you know, we got- It exploded. We got Friday the 13th, which is almost like an exact carbon copy of this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it really launched- It got the people going. Yeah. Yeah. It's provocative. It's, it's provocative. provocative.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, while I knew that it was, like, legendary in the horror- field um and in the genre and was like obviously such a huge moment and I knew like all the iconic things like obviously the music speaks for itself and that's I would say like the most magical part of the movie um but I also was just like I didn't connect with it and I was like it's maybe it's not for me maybe I'm just not a Halloween girly like not all art has to be targeted for me personally Chelsea Dove it's okay for things to be for other people um I know that might be a shocking thing to hear me admit she's finally
2: coming to terms with it
0: (laughs) am I the most important woman in the world yes but it's okay to share the spotlight
1: um are you the most important woman in the world yes yes obviously everything have to be for you no, no. I am both back can the true share yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And, and be generous the truth at the Jesus, same time it's so called duality
0: generous. Halloween girlies you're welcome this uh. is the
2: duality of man uh- <laughs>
0: yeah exactly um but then as I was reading the articles I was like connecting with it more like I was saying and and I I think I'm very excited to one day find or create an opportunity to watch Halloween like in a crowd maybe on a big screen either in a theater or to like outdoor yeah exactly like an outdoor cemetery screening kind of thing or even just like a park you know what I mean um but I think with the right atmosphere I would 100% like zone in and it would be really incredible to watch because you're right it 100% has that like Buzzing, slow burn, even just in the beginning.
2: um, The the beginning is brilliant.
0: Yes, but that aside, even just in the beginning, when Lori's like walking out of her house talking to her dad and then like walking down the street, when you have the iconic theme music in that moment, she like bumps into Tommy and is chatting about babysitting later. And it's like very loud over that part. It's like cluing you in, like, this is gonna be bad. Like, shit's gonna hit the fan. This is gonna be sinister and scary. And then it like, fades away as they approach the Myers house to give it like the appropriate like silent what's going to happen kind of tense atmosphere and that too like it it's a very well put together film
1: this movie would be nothing if it wasn't for the soundtrack oh Mm -hmm. 100% like it's the I couldn't agree more the
2: mixture between the soundtrack and then the places where they don't have the soundtrack are, yeah. are so brilliant. Like there's points where like, there's well, okay. Well, one, I watched this with subtitles today and I hadn't before. And whenever like something crazy happens, obviously the music comes in, starts blaring, and it says abrupt synths. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe die. Um, they are abrupt. It's true, they are abrupt and they're very, very scary and they're very effective. But like if you're not hearing that incredible synth music, you know, the theme and all of that, and it's many different iterations, you're hearing his breathing oh, and that's nice. like a form of the music too and it's so spooky oh god like that that the, i there's the moment i think oh what's his name bill uh uh linda's boyfriend what's his name bob bill
0: bob feels right maybe. bob it's
2: bob. bob 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 okay so bob bob's death rip bob hot sorry bob um <laughs> But uh, death
1: or Bob, which one was hotter?
2: <laughs> Both were pretty hot in their own special way with his You get the little foot shot right after he gets stabbed. Also, why is it a one like? Sorry to jump all around, but welcome to Spooky Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Why does like he, why is he a one and done? He gets stabbed one time. It's over. And his toes are the main part that you know. He's it's like his his body shutting down. His toes are like here's the thing, (laughs) powering off.
1: That scene is incredibly (laughs) homoerotic, and I want to talk about it later.
2: Okay, okay, okay. But that that's the part where I like really noticed the breathing. Like, was so brilliant because like he the music is playing, and then he gets down into the kitchen, and then they notices the doors open. Um, and then like the music isn't there anymore, and you hear the breathing. And I didn't notice it at first. So you hear the breathing, and that's how you know it's like, oh, who's fucking with me? And then like it's Michael Myers, and then he's the one being fucked with. Uh (laughs) so yeah,
1: it's just brilliant, like all of everything. (laughs) I love the point of view shots Mm, that we get. Let's talk about that from Michael. Like the whole movie starts off with like a POV shot, which is Again, Black Christmas
0: did it first, but
1: yes,
2: but it's Black Christmas doesn't get the love it deserves. But anyway, it does here.
1: We love Black Christmas, it does here. Um, you know, we're 15 years in the future before the movie takes place, and we're in this like really nice home in suburban Illinois, and it's 15 years in the past, yeah, 15 15 years years in the past. Yeah, is that what I said? There we go. You You said said in the future,
2: and I was like, I don't know what's happening, but now I understand. I got you. Continue. I
0: clarified, (laughs) don't worry, girly. I was putting Yeah, yeah, yeah. The vibe was right.
1: And um we see this girl and her boyfriend, like kind of fooling around, and they're like, Oh, where's my little brother? He's around here somewhere. But we're watching these two characters like from a point of view. And we eventually learn it's Michael's point of view, but you don't know that until after um, one, his sister and her boyfriend have like the quickest. The speediest, yeah. Ever. I mean, like from like- Two pumps. The point of getting up there, putting on his clothes and leaving was like a minute and a half max. Wait,
0: I have the exact number cause it was on IMDB trivia. Let me find it in my notes. Yeah, it's one minute and six seconds.
1: Mm. No. <laughs> what a rock star. What a fucking rock star. Here's the thing. The uh, one thing this movie is, it's realistic about teenage sex, only lasting not long at all. <laughs> sure. And the They're women being learning. like, oh, yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> you can't talk
0: about this while the babies in the womb are listening to the podcast. You have to censor this part later. I just realized. babies. Oh, babies. Okay.
2: <laughs> Go okay. back to. Sure. <laughs> Go, you back, better to Cocoa melon. Go okay. back to Coco Melon. Go back. Take Papa. the headphones off at this Go point,
0: you guys. They don't need the rest Papa. of the episode. They've got their spooky Tuesday dose. We'll do more content for the babies later.
2: This is no longer a baby safe this zone. No Moving forward, Alert. Alert. All parents turn on Coco Melon.
1: This is spooky Coco Melon. Okay.
2: <laughs> i know three names of kids shows i don't even you're know lot. bob the builder that one's definitely not on anymore anyway <laughs> but yeah I, lo- I love the pov shot at the beginning especially when they put the ma- when they put the mask on um and so you're just seeing through the little eye holes um because like i completely forgot this and also it's a it's, a, it's supposed to be a little shocker for you um you're thinking like oh you know like going into this movie you know that there's some sp- spooky man who kills people that's like the whole premise So you're like, this is an adult man. Um, And then like, whoa, the reveal is that it's
1: a six-year-old boy. (laughs) I loved coming to the realization that Michael Myers was six when he murdered his sister and I was six when I watched this movie. I wonder if Mark- The world of
0: possibilities open to me now.
1: I wonder if Mark (laughs) planned that. He's like, you're six,
0: Michael was six, you're old enough. It's
1: time. If he can do
0: a murder, you can watch a murder
1: exactly like I'll that'll have to be a tradition in my family now a child is six right of <laughs> passage Halloween baby they turn six you turn
2: off cocoa melon you turn on, on Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: that's when they graduate mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. it makes no sense. in between it's all making sense <laughs> uh, but before we get totally into the entire movie something I found that I thought was really really cool because like for me I, I've before you know today when they've apparently had an epiphany and I like this movie a lot more now uh, (laughs) um I was like why do people like Michael Myers so much like I I get annoyed by like the unkillable killable foe that like Uh pisses me off like sometimes if it's done super well I'm I'm fine with it but like I want our peeps to have a fighting chance um and I was like why do people love him so much? Everyone dresses up as him. I've seen 20,000 tattoos of him. Like, what is it? So I Googled so many times, like, why do they care? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, I'm bad. Literally at why? Terms. Yeah. <laughs> so I, saw, I found this article called the enduring appeal of Michael Myers by Darren Mooney. And this is from the escapist magazine. And he wrote this just last year. Um, but I I was reading this article and he kind of set up the the context for this movie for me in a little bit of a better way like when it actually came out and how it hit different back then when it hung when it came out when it hung out as well Uh, (laughs) but this was like right on the heels of like a lot of like insane um, sensationalized serial killer things that had happened and it was kind of like the first time that that these serial killing things were like getting press coverage in the same way so like 60s had the Manson family murders there's the Zodiac killer um and then during the 70s there's Son of Sam and Ted Bundy and so um the crux of of this this time was that this was just before they started figuring out the art of profiling a serial killer and Mm. understanding why so if you've ever watched Mindhunter that whole Show is like about them figuring out how to profile serial killers to like understand why the fuck they're killing a billion people, you know. Before it was just this like ununderstandable concept. It's like, why would this what happened to this person? They're just evil or something like that. So yeah, because it was Ma- kind of like yeah. it
0: had happened. There had been a few throughout Jack the Ripper classic, but like there yeah, was like a serial yeah. killer boom in the 60s and 70s.
2: Yeah, totally. It's probably because, like, you know.
0: There's something about the technology, blah blah blah. Yeah,
2: you know, information getting around better. TV, oh, blah, blah 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 Point blah to. blah. That too. So people, like I think, just as many people were killing a lot of people back in the day, but now we have a better way to know about it. Um, but I mean, it's 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 both. But uh, yeah, this was like right before they started figuring out how to figure out why this was happening. Cause it's different for every serial killer, but there are some trends. And so this Michael Myers really personifies like, or embodies like that, that picture of fear, like that picture of the serial killer where like, what's wrong with him? He's just evil. Like Dr. Loomis says, like he's like pure evil. Um, and so it's just this terrifying evil force with like an unknowable face which is also what was so what really gets people about michael myers too is like how iconic that fucking mask is and i know that everybody else in the entire world knows this but i didn't know until this week that it was a william shatner mask that they painted <laughs> white and i think that that is the best thing i've ever heard and i want to know what william shatner thinks about it <laughs> william shatner what are
1: your thoughts
0: he didn't like it um i, I wouldn't imagine I this <laughs> um I think somewhere um, on, yeah, it says, this is from IMDb Trivia, Jamie Lee Curtis said in interviews that William Shatner was initially not happy his likeness was used to be the mask of this demonic and hideous serial killer. She has also said Mike Myers, the Canadian comedian from SNL, um, who's behind Wayne's World and Austin Powers, was also not thrilled that there was a serial killer with his name. Um, But I think I remember reading somewhere and I don't know where because it's not popping up in my notes um, and it's not one of the articles that I was looking at today. But I think on IMDb Trivia, it also talked about how at some point he like sued them for using his likeness um, and then they settled out of court. And then somebody on IMDb Trivia was like, and actually it's pretty funny because technically they weren't using his likeness. They were using Captain Kirk's likeness. And so he yeah. didn't really have standing because it was a Captain Kirk Star yes. Trek mask.
2: Yeah, that's just so nuts. I love that. Because um, I love William Shatner. Uh, he's very nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he donated all of his proceeds that he got from the settlement to charity. So he sounds very nice. Um, but but yeah, it's a William Shatner mask and they like ripped off the sideburns. Um, and they ripped off something else. Um, and then they painted it. It had the eyebrows and the sideburns ripped off, and it was painted from IMDB. I quote fish belly white um and then the hair was spray painted brown and the eyes were opened up more um and it is it is it's very scary to look at they did a good job
1: it is truly unsettling because it looks like somebody and looks like nobody all at the same time and throughout the movie he's referred to as the boogeyman yeah, mm-hmm. and um, it, even in
0: the script, they just call him the Shade. They yeah. only mention Michael Myers' name like shape. twice in the whole. The sp- Shade. You're right. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, no, because they're they're not trying to like personify him. Like they're not trying to give like a face to this like this scary man. He's supposed to just be like kind of an energy of evil or whatever. Um, and then obviously that like kind of changes more as the films go on. So I've seen as it gets hoakier and hoakier.
0: <laughs> but it's interesting. I was looking at like what fits into the the general lore um, because there's this movie and then they did a, a sequel that came out, I think in 1981.
2: 81. Yeah, um, I have a list of all of them.
0: Yeah, what's super interesting is that it is a direct sequel. Um, and as part of like a partnership um they also debuted the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween on t v the same day that the sequel came out in theaters, and it was like you the first apparently and um, and I don't remember which article it was from that I read this, but apparently the first home video rental store only opened in like nineteen seventy seven so it was not like you could really watch theatrical releases at home really so if you missed it when it was in theaters when it was screening on tv in 1981 that was like your first opportunity to see it um but they added in a couple extra scenes to make it like long enough for a two-hour TV block runtime. They, they
2: had to do that because they had to cut out all the nudity. So they, he was missing a bunch of time because he mm. had to cut out all the nipples. And there's a lot of nipples. In the pot.
0: They had to cut out the pot too. Yeah. Um,
2: That's like so, a lot. That's a lot of the movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. But they added in these scenes and it kind of like retcon some of the canon also because they made some choices for the sequel Um, and I don't really want to talk about this too much until later and then I do 100% want to discuss it but so like they added in some scenes that kind of changed the context of the film a little bit because they needed to add something they needed to flesh it out and they wanted to like marry it to the sequel that was coming out but then the 2018 movie that like rebooted the franchise completely ignores that movie it's like in the context of that movie, the 78 one is the only one that, that exists. Yes. And then it's that one Halloween kills and Halloween ends, which is coming out this year, I think.
2: Yeah. It comes out this fall. Yeah. yeah Cause like, uh, I think it was the second one that John Carpenter was like, it's an abomination.
0: <laughs> yeah. He basically said, um, in some quote that I read, like sometimes you make artistic choices and sometimes you make business decisions um in <laughs> halloween too was a fun little sexy business decision um and i wouldn't do it again
2: <laughs> so- yeah because didn't somebody else directed at first and then he like came in and was like let me fix this and then oh, i have no idea it was unfixable i read something like that but I don't know. And then he's not uh Michael Myers isn't in the third one. I just found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. in the
1: third one, which he's apparently would not be about.
2: about. I have this list of all of the movies and it says we're skipping over Halloween three season of the witch. Why? Because Michael Myers doesn't factor to the story at all. If that bums you out, well you're not
1: alone. <laughs> but also, I I ha- again, I've only seen the first one and then Halloween like 2018. 2018. But I do know that the third one has like a huge cult following and it's supposed to be actually like pretty good. But oh, it's completely interesting. different. Yeah, but. it's just,
0: yeah, they slapped the Halloween label on there. Very troll, two of them. Well, I then, think they
1: wanted to, like, they didn't like the second one that much. that, So they mm-hmm. were kind of trying to kind of pivot and then everybody got so mad. Too far. <laughs> and they realized, like, they have to have Michael Myers in the Halloween movies which kind of then goes into him being this like unkillable, unkillable force and okay because like so yeah. it's kind of
0: like with I mean, I the like- friday the 13th franchise how they originally envisioned it being like an anthology series of different completely unrelated yes. friday the 13th spooky stories right because like but then people were like we like the unkillable killer
1: we want more of that and so they also were like okay fine think about it if you have a thing called halloween like and you and made yeah, it like an anthology Michael Myers like, it could go in so many different, different ways directions. and it could have been really cool but like everybody was like nah nah fam yeah. we love Michael Myers and Michael Myers is a baddie so like literally he's a bad dude <laughs> yeah he's a bad guy uh... let's
0: talk about him actually for a second if that's okay um because I was remembering that back in October when we did it and when Halloween Kills came out, there was so much discourse about is Michael Myers homophobic because he like kills a gay person or couple in that movie maybe i don't know cuz they were trying to be like yay inclusive gay people in this franchise and then they got murdered and people was like wow that's wow. really homophobic michael myers um and then it was also like is michael myers queer can he be homophobic um and i would like to argue yes he is queer cuz clearly he's a stunt queen with the way that he sets up all of these kills and then like presents them after the fact
2: thank you okay i wanted to get into this because like Michael Myers, baby, listen to me. This is a direct appeal to Michael Myers. Not to to be confused with the babies that were listening before. I'm referring to Michael Myers as baby now. As baby. Thank you. As baby. Michael Myers, baby, leave the murders behind. There is a job opening for you at Halloween Horror Nights. To set up the scares in the mazes. Because, honey, you have a gift. You have a gift. How did you get that body to fall down and swing back and forth like that? How did you get the cupboard door to open up to expose dead Titty Linda? Like, you've got it on lock. You got the hijinks down. You're booby-trapping shit. Did you bring springs with you? (laughs) Booby-trapping. But, like... Does like what did he bring with him? Like he knows how to like spring door, load every door to open at the exact spooky moment. Like he has something. He inside also of has and he artist. brought his
1: sister's headstone.
2: Yes, sure. the
0: superhuman strength
2: to rip that out of the ground, casually carry
0: it away with him, and then just like present it on the bed with. Annie's he had body. a car.
1: He had a Annie, car. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he he still he had, to, still, carry he had to carry it. he had to carry that interior, up a flight of I'm run. still impressed. That's, that's probably pounds. how much do headstones weigh i would guess
2: that one was big
0: pounds i'm gonna google oh how much which do headstones he weigh
2: has an eye for art and design 230 okay. pounds look at my guess being pretty wow. spot on everybody Mighty clap he is buff yeah, I heard Michael Myers can bench press 230 pounds of his can, dead wow. sister's headstone.
0: He's, he's, he's a young 21. He's like at the prime of his physical blah, 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 whatever, maybe. I mean, he was it is wild that so
1: who knows? 21 in this movie.
0: It's insane. It is so weird to think about. I think they do call him 23 at one point because they're just doing some Scream 5 math here. Um, But <laughs> he is, in fact, a young 21 which is truly crazy truly truly crazy
2: just a young buck in his prime murdering (laughs) women and staging elaborate settings I don't know they're uh, okay
1: one thing I do want to point out because I I mentioned how this movie was very realistic about you know high school sex lasting (laughs) no time at all (laughs) Another thing that is very realistic is two girlfriends driving around in their mom's car, smoking a joint, and talking about boys. <laughs> like, love that it. is hyper realistic. <laughs> like, and it's I. Hyper-real. Well, this is something that we get to like Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode. Like, she's portrayed as, like, this is your, like, good girl final girl because the two other girls that died like had boyfriends the entire movie like we see linda have sex we know like we see Annie Annie. only babysits
0: to have a hookup spot exactly
1: and so we see this and laurie is like guys don't like me because i'm too smart and they're they're constantly like ragging on her for being like you never leave. You have so much money because all like, you babysit and you don't go out. Like, oh, you scared him away, Lori. But, like, so even though she is this, like, good girl, you know, the virgin good girl. She's still smoking pot because she is cool. Okay.
0: It's not because she's. You don't not have to fuck to be cool. Yeah, that's true though. You don't have to fuck to be cool.
2: Um, you but have to do drugs though.
0: Yeah, that's mandatory. Um, you gotta
1: smoke pot to be cool. Those <laughs> are the rules. Like we, we do okay? From the faculty, but those are the rules. Drugs are the
0: answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's actually it's so interesting because so much of the cultural discourse around Halloween has been about how it was like the origin of the sluts die virgins get to live mythos or whatever you want to call it um and John Carpenter and Deborah Hall who essentially wrote the movie um Deborah kind of yeah she she was very instrumental in like the whole creation of the movie um and so we want to make sure we put some shine on her name and not just like
1: one of the like major like not major but like it was very important that she was called a producer because she was a woman Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. her and John Carpenter were like dating Mm -hmm. for like most of the movie I think they broke up like partially through the movie or something like that oh interesting but they worked on the
0: second one too
1: Yeah. But he made like a big fuss of two things. He was like, one, I want it to be John Carpenter's Halloween. I want my name on it. And two, I want Deborah to have a producing like credit. Yeah. But, um,
0: she, and, and she was, Michael Myers at one point she did the POV shot in the beginning when she was oh, like Michael's going up the stairs um and I think she wore the costume maybe at one or two other moments too because Nick Castle was like the main guy in the costume and then Tony Moran I think his name is off the top of my head
2: oh, is that um the he was his face
0: yeah he was like the face reveal um but but she was doing that too um but what was I saying a moment ago why did I bring this up and then
2: oh you're talking about we were talking about the virginal Lori yes. show thing yeah. yeah
0: so they've been like very adamant that that's not what they were trying to say and that's not a message that they wanted to convey or like co-sign or anything um and I hear them and I appreciate that and I think this smoking pot kind of breaks that down to a degree because it doesn't present her as this like perfectly innocent girl who's being like no to everything that her naughty friends do but i also think it's so hard to divorce that from this movie when it also starts with him killing his sister right after she did sex you know what i mean like it's really hard to take that out of the dna of the original film when it's because she's she's michael myers is getting the he gets his sister right after she fucks he gets Linda right after she fucks, and Bob right after she fucks. He gets Annie when she's on her way to like pick up her boyfriend yeah, to boyfriend. fuck. You know what I mean? So like most of the kills are very sex related, or at the very least, sex adjacent. And it's very hard to step sexy. That back.
1: All the kills are sexy.
2: <laughs> all of and them. All like autoerotic asphyxiation. You know, like um. for that.
1: Except for Bob, because Bob, he you know is very. Up close and very sexy Ooh. with his very phallic knife and they're like face to face probably kissing, him. probably kissing because we don't see their face as monica pointed out we only see the like the feet also one thing that i dislike about this movie is i hate when dogs die unnecessarily oh. yeah. so how many
2: dogs die okay it's two dogs but two dogs die that is two more dogs than should have died yeah
0: and then it- like the one at the house where Annie is babysitting. Sure. But why the other one?
2: He ate it. Dr. Mrs. Literally was like, Oh, he was hungry. He I hate that. Like that. Hate that. <laughs> he kind of does yeah. talk
0: like that.
2: <laughs> oh my God. His character. Everyone's like, we love him. I want to strangle his character. I, okay. I, I don't know what would happen in 1978. And I don't know if I'm saying the right acronym right now. Maybe I'll google it. No, I'm not going to. <sighs> Sydney, you'll know about this from Criminal Minds. What is it called like APB or something? Put an APB yeah, yeah. out. And I put an APB bulletin. out on on the Brown Mental Health Services vehicle that has been stolen like a, a brown hatchback that has like department of the government insignia on the door. Why are they not searching everywhere for the fucking car that he stole the whole time? Like it's a small town. The car is all over goddamn town. It's literally right next to the cop like five different times. And also the point. okay. Dr. Loomis hangs out in front of the Myers house, like the entire fucking time in the bushes. Just chilling. He's just chilling there. He yells at some kids at some points, which was hilarious. Um, and he apparently is only facing like due West the entire time. I don't know what direction he's facing, <laughs> but only one direction the entire time, because the whole fucking time he's staring at this bush, when right fucking behind him is the car, because the car does not move. Like, he wasn't on a walk when he discovered the car. He just turned around and he's like, whoa, 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 the car? has been here it's a right here. Like, dumb fucking motherfucker but didn't five minutes ago the cop come up behind you so you turned around and you looked at the cop and what's behind the cop the car the car that we're. T- i don't that's the one like there's a couple logical fallacies in this but that one i was just like baby boy constant vigilance
1: you're not doing it right you're doing it wrong you're like this is unacceptable honestly it is a Do very baby, noticeable car
0: did he baby walk Away and see the car at one point. At one point, he says, "When he there's something going on," and he says, "Like just three blocks away, or like just one block over." So I think maybe it's not right across he the street. But it was very hard to like. After he saw the car,
2: he started walking after he saw the car because he saw the car and then he's like, "Oh shit!" Because he knows he's not in that house, so he starts walking around the neighborhood like on foot. At least that's what I thought when I watched it. But if I'm wrong. Let me know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, that made me go absolutely batshit nuts. Um, and also yeah, all I everyone... have in my notes
0: is I wrote, How close are the other houses to the Myers house? Is I guess also my question. And then I wrote, Doctor, not Dr. Loomis running to the car. And then, like, Girl, how did you not notice it earlier when it pulled up? So you're right, it must have been like right there. And he should have noticed because I he totally clearly made note
2: have of noticed. that. He totally should have noticed. Also, like, every Person of authority in this film fails so thoroughly. like oh, I'm yeah. not gonna blame Dr. Loomis and nice nurse friend um, for what happens to them at the beginning because they can't control electricity or whatever happened that made all of the people es- escape and walk around. also that's a really haunting image when they pull up to right yeah, ah, just- all the, to the hospital. And everyone's just meandering around. This is really great. And that whole sequence in the car gets stolen, um, and he's like smashing
0: the window with his bare hand.
2: Yes. Oh my god. Um, but like when he reports it the next morning and is talking to the head of the hospital or whatever. I don't know if it's a hospital or what. What the terminology was for that. Um, wherever Michael was being held. It was um, like a mental hospital. Probably. Yeah. Okay.
0: It was an institution, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, an institution. He. That main guy was like, oh, like, well, he's probably not going back to Haddonfield, And how the hell would he get there? And like, Loomis he is like, bro, he car. has a fucking car. Like, you can figure out mm-hmm. how to drive a car. It's not like, that hard. Babies drive back to babies. We're talking about babies a lot. Back to babies. Back babies, to babies sometimes drive title. a car. <laughs> <laughs> there's been there's it's a very been, baby-centric <laughs> episode. There's been things on babies. <laughs> <a> car. Babies. <laughs> I've That's heard that true. about babies
1: before. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell you in a specific instance, but I've seen it. I've <laughs> seen it. Oh yeah. know the babies in I that moment it's me. literally
0: so dumb because the police officer guy is like how would he even get there it's 150 miles away he can't drive a car and he's like well I saw him driving it so I'm pretty sure that he figured it out just fine he even hmm. accuses them like maybe somebody taught him um which is really interesting because I think there's a good chunk of years in there where there's 15 years where Michael is institutionalized so that I don't To my knowledge, has never been focused on in one of the Halloween sequels, um, which is super interesting. They do kind of look into it a little further, and the extra scenes that they filmed for the TV release um, that kind of factors in there. And I'll circle back to that later. And also, I found the clips on YouTube, so I'll put them in our episode notes, yeah, so everybody can watch. Um, And I found one in a New York Times article. That is like 30 minutes long and has like nine minutes of scenes and then like 21 minutes of commercials from 1981. So Ooh. if you like 80s commercials, I'm actually I'll put that interested one as in
2: well. That. I love it was old pretty commercials. interesting and
0: there's some news in there as well. Um, so I, I thought it was news. Capsule.
2: Yeah, I, <laughs> there might
0: be. Um, I'll be, be honest. What was the I
2: purpose of the new scene? The 80s. Um, there <laughs> was a very news- interesting
0: gum commercial um that I did watch but (laughs) anyway um but yeah there's like a lot of time in the institution that they kind of just gloss over but what they do say in this movie is basically um that like he's he's always been evil and there's evil behind his eyes and I looked at him and I could see the evil in his eyes and he had this the quote is blank pale emotionless face but it's so interesting he says like I met him 15 years ago and I was told he had no sense of good or evil when he was six when he was six yeah maybe. six-year-olds are crazy like there should be some <laughs> internal compass maybe I don't know um but it 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 feels a little un- to six-year-old Michael Myers to be like he was evil personified and he gave me nothing for 15 years and that's how I knew he continued to be evil all this time um but also then he does break out and kill a bunch of people so like he was proven right um Dr. Loomis maybe was onto something after all um which makes me also think like whatever the electricity thing was in the beginning like did Michael Myers orchestrate that um and that is also sort of implied yeah i mean what that was that part of his like escape plan to break out because he did it just in time and 15 is kind of like a good nice anniversary we don't i don't know that we know how old his oh
2: i bet he's a stud king he did this on purpose
0: yes that's what i him wearing no, the sheet to be a ghost all. as Bob after he killed Bob also, like, that's a moment. He is creating a tapestry of scenes. The um, ghost
2: scene was so, I was like, so you dick. I wrote my notes, Michael is such a dick. And <laughs> <laughs> he would dress up as a little ghosty, like, he hee, hee, I'm going to fucking murder <laughs> so you. That's so funny. I can't believe he loves a costume.
0: He steals that. He kills that farmer guy and steals his overalls. He gets the mask. Like he just loves to play a little dress up, and good for
2: him. He loves. He loves it. I'm like just imagining that. Like over the years, he's just been like pilfering little strings and like little springs and like little things that could make his little (laughs) (laughs) Halloween spook show come to life. And he's like, ah, yes, thank God I have five screws and 10 st- springs so I can spring load this door to open five seconds after she walks through the other door like this is like I imagine I'm imagining a meme can we make a meme where it's Michael's face but then the math is in the air <laughs> you know the lady who looks from this the sky yeah. yeah and she's looking at the math in the sky and that's him planning out all these murders and he got them down real nice he was um, getting a
0: good education in there learning how to do stunts learning how to um create set pieces you know he he was taking notes all along yeah those 15 years of silence and stillness he was thinking the whole time oh yeah he
2: has a vivid imagination he he's he's he has a vivid imagination he's still alive he'll never fucking die my god um I know that we have talked about babies a lot during this episode but I just Uh want to bring it back to babies really quickly (laughs)
0: Okay, one more time. When I
2: was looking up why people fucking like Michael Myers so much, why? trying to understand it there is an article that was called why do children love michael myers babies Um,
0: love michael myers
2: yeah it's from filmindublin.ie uh i don't know how i found this website um but it's a very funny article where this guy is mostly making jokes but yeah there's been a ton of videos viral on the internet lately of like little kids like they come around they're sitting at their birthday party it's just like signs (laughs) where instead of the alien walking by in are like holy shit it's michael myers walking by and the kids are like holy shit yes i'm so happy (laughs) that michael myers is here my best friend that i love um and so there's this whole article about all these reasons why kids might like it the first the first it's a listicle the first one says his music slaps children are creatures of impulse and immediacy less birded by context they like the songs that's it um it's true the songs do slap um another one says dude loves halloween and kids love halloween so it just makes sense that everybody loves halloween they have shared interests Uh um and then i don't understand what the third one it says michael myers is shaped like a friend i'm not going to get into that i don't know what that means (laughs) (laughs) it says "Just, just like kirby Just like Kirby. Yeah, friend shaped. Yeah. So good. Great. And then the fourth one is what really got me because I have not watched the rest of uh, the Halloween movie. So I didn't know about this. (laughs) But this this is what it says. Number four, kids have not seen Halloween four through six. You see kids are fake Halloween fans in their pathetic ignorance they are lulled into a false sense of security in the belief that Michael will not harm them that his only targets are teenagers and the adults who protect them and that's why they're still kids because they're stupid if these idiot (laughs) toddlers this is the funniest thing I've ever seen I was dying when I read this if these idiot toddlers were true fans true fans is capitalized um are and actually bother um I don't know what that means If bothered to do some research they would know that Michael is just as likely to try and murder children when the situation calls for it that situation being the curse of the cult of thorn which is apparently one of the Halloween movies yeah I don't know yeah lots of (laughs)
0: curses lots of cults
2: Yes. So um, apparently there's some child murder later on in the franchise. And so the babies young beware. idiot children don't know about that. I'm pro baby, but this man <laughs> is writing a scathing review of babies. This is Luke Dune or Dunn. And this hilarious. And I love him. So shouts out Roasting to him.
1: Those babies. Yeah. Thing, but, um, as a baby myself who loved <laughs> Michael Myers and also as a Current baby as a current baby <laughs> as a baby once and forever. Michael Myers slaps the music does slap. Sorry, he is shaped what? like a friend and in you the way that I he is shaped like a man, ha- man. And
2: what? I don't get that one. <laughs> I haven't
0: seen Halloween. Is that 40, well, I guess. No, <laughs> so okay. I guess I'm not a yeah. Fan.
2: I guess I'm also a
0: fake fan. I'm also a stupid little baby. Um, <laughs> and... stupid little baby fake fan. Yeah, yeah I feel no, safe I'm
2: from from the get i'm i'm saying that i am a stupid little baby when it comes to this franchise <laughs> well, let's be
0: real like tommy and Lindsay are very much in danger in this movie you know what i mean yeah, like they're very much so haunted he does he like kill that kid oh no no no! there's something in the beginning with a kid at the school after tommy's being bullied about oh the he just man. grabs that
1: kid yeah he doesn't kill him thank
0: god
2: okay
1: he, but he but just snaps, gives him snaps. a startle Can we also talk about how baby Lindsay is Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills slash, uh, you know, married sister of Kathy Hilton, a.k.a. Paris Hilton's aunt from House of Wax. (laughs) Wait, say that again. The horror connections are unprecedented Uh is Kathy Hilton's sister. And Kathy Hilton is Paris Hilton's mom, so Kyle Richards is Paris Hilton's aunt. Therefore, oh it all goes back to House of Wax. Wowee. That's why they picked
2: Paris to be in House of Wax because they're like it's the same exact thing as Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh-huh.
1: Curtis and her Great mother, and her mother,
2: the star of Psycho. Janet and and Lee. Apparently,
0: Janet Lee, who's Vivian.
2: Sorry if this is that. a Somebody spoiler. Else said that but uh, another reason why I want, I just wanted us to do Halloween so we can cover H2O, but then uh-huh. that's because I that's like the, the name. Banks one. Yeah. No, it's I not. They were, no, it's not. It's not, it's I not the Tyra Banks one. Halloween it's movies not because the Banks one. No. So H2O. So I think one. that Jay, Jamie Lee is only in the first one and the second one. I don't think she's in the third, fourth, fifth. I don't know if there's a sixth one
1: really is because the article yeah. said there yeah, was six a, sixth
2: one. There's a six. sixth one um and the, i don't know if there's any other numbers beyond that there's i have an 12 article total, actually. i
1: think
2: hold on i have the article right here okay yeah. fifth sixth and then okay okay so she's not in the sixth then she comes back for the seventh one for h2o 20 years later that's why it's 220 oh. i thought it came out in oh. 2000 and that's why it was called h2o um i thought it was the 20th movie when it came out and i was like wow there have
1: been a lot of these i need to catch up and i have not caught up
2: and and maybe tyra banks is in that one no she's not but tyra banks is in halloween resurrection which came out Mm. in 2002 and then then after that comes halloween and halloween 2 which came out in 2007 and 2009 those are the rob zombie remakes okay Yeah, which I've never seen and I've heard those are really fun and they reimagine a lot of the lore and just like do it different and I would love to see those. And that's why it was such a big deal in 2018 when the new trilogy of Halloween came out because they got Jamie Lee to come back because it had been like almost 20 more years since the original well it had been 40 years since the original um, in 2018. And I knew that Um,
0: Kyle Richard was in Halloween Kills and she, I think is going to be in Halloween ends. Um, But I didn't realize that it was because she plays young Lindsay in the original until I was looking at IMDb for this movie. Like I knew she was in that, but I was like, that's so weird. I wonder why now I know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, we're not doing a podcast episode on 2018 Halloween, but that one was really fucking good. And it was like, people really like that one because it cut all the crap there's like it's basically like two through six are crap i couldn't tell you about h2o i hope that it's amazing there's no (laughs) way the tyra banks one isn't a piece of flaming shit but i'm gonna watch the shit out of it i'll tell you that um love you tyra uh (laughs) so like they just like set fire to like the last the whole franchise movies. the yeah. whole franchise and then brought it back to basics and the thing that i found out today that blew my fucking brain open is that danny mcbride fucking co-wrote halloween halloween kills and halloween ends he's crazy danny mcbride if you guys haven't watched righteous gemstones listeners change your life do it it's so fucking good like wow <laughs> but what was that movie
0: know, this is the end and then he was with training tatum in that scene was that oh is that i haven't
2: Danny seen McBride? that movie Danny mcbride um, is I, I don't know uh I about it, but he found Danny, it down Danny
0: McBride?
2: he has a like curly fro hair he's very adorable looks this like a, a dad he was yeah. in pineapple express because the director of Halloween 2018 is the same director as Pineapple Express, I believe.
1: He was also in Eastbound. And David down. Gordon
2: Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote that too.
1: Yeah, incredible. Yeah. And
2: he's and he in This wrote, Is right? the End,
0: where he has Channing Tatum on a leash and a gift mask. Just a little teaser for you if you ever wow. do decide to
2: check out Very that. Very deeply interested um, in that.
0: Lots of good Hollywood jokes in that at least, which I appreciate. Um, but anyway, anyway.
1: Um Let's, back to Oh speaking of please. Halloween kills. Okay, let's talk about all about the, kills the kills in this movie. Person. Amazing transition, gorgeous transition. Because we already talked about how all the kills are v sexy slash sexual in this movie, probably because Michael is a twenty one year old virgin, so
2: he's got some weird sex issues, um, which he can deal with with Dr. Loomis therapy, but he won't. Uh, he got but- some issues. He's, yeah, he does. But I just want to say that um I love Annie. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I also
0: love Annie. I'll I love Annie. That.
2: And is Annie, who is the actress that plays Annie? And is it Chelsea Peretti's family member? Because I feel like <laughs> they look so much alike to me. Then their vibes are similar, also. They're both hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Something about them. Does anyone else see that? No? Yes? let oh, me know in the comments
0: <laughs> she comes back in halloween 3 but as a different character uh,
2: i love, love that. that for her
0: and she was i mean john carpenter must just like her because she was also in assault on precinct 13 which is the movie that he made before halloween in 1976 um Nancy apparently Keys. that movie has yeah apparently that movie has a banger soundtrack as well and that movie was what made what's his name Don Pleasance um Donald Pleasance that's why he agreed to be in this movie um and for as cheap as he was because they had a bunch of other names in mind but they couldn't get anyone to like sign on for the role because their budget was so small essentially um but Donald Pleasance I think his daughter had seen Assault on Precinct 13 and really liked the music and she was in a rock band. And so she was like, you got to do it, dad. And he was like, okay. That's how he sounds in my brain. Okay. Oh, perfect. Okay.
2: Yeah. Hmm. It looks like there aren't many great matches for your search. My search was Nancy Keys, Chelsea Peretti, huh? <laughs> Put Guess- Nancy
0: Keys, Chelsea Peretti related question mark. It's not going to turn up anything else, but I love Google.
2: Oh my god, (laughs) the results I did get are porn, so we need to move on. (laughs) I don't understand how I got here. Babies beware! Babies beware! Very scared. Very scared. Anyway, Annie's whole Annie's whole like sequence of her whole evening is so fucking funny. I love
1: her. She's like, I have butter on myself. I will become nude (laughs) like I'm just gonna strip naked in this thing and then (laughs) lock myself in the washer or in the laundry which is outside which is like so vintage
0: do you know what though um it didn't process for me until this moment and I don't know that it would have clicked into place if I hadn't watched the extra scenes but the dance that they talk about in the beginning is like later in the evening after they are supposed to be done with babysitting so maybe that was like her outfit for the The dance dance
2: is the next day it's the the next day the dance is the next day
0: then why do they ask Jamie Lee Curtis if they can borrow her silk blouse in the extra scene never mind I retract my theory, which was that she needed to wash her outfit immediately so that it would be ready for the dance. I Never mind. I guess.
2: I just know it's the next day because Linda's like, oh my God, I have to get up tomorrow and I have mm. to go to cheerleading all day. I think it's like the homecoming dance. I oh think- yeah. yeah, yeah. And I have to do cheerleading all day. And then I have to come home and change. I'm going to be totally beat by the time the dance starts or something. And I was like, yeah, girl, cheerleading is a lot of X. Ex- it's a lot of work. Chelsea would know more
0: day. than me. Uh, but I'll be the cheerleading expert for this one moment.
1: I would like to go back to the laundry room because I, please, this is how my brain's working. Okay. The laundry room detached from the house. They live in Illinois where it snows for like so many months out of the year. Like that doesn't seem logical. I would never do my laundry in the winter time. Exactly. And that's why, you know, that this movie was filmed in California,
2: Pasadena specifically. They had a really fucking hard time making it believable that it was fall in the fucking Midwest when it was actually like springtime. It was like
1: L.A. April in Pasadena and they couldn't find any pumpkins. So they found weird squashes and painted them orange. (laughs) They
0: also painted the leaves, which is sleepaway camp copy their style later on they were
2: like oh good tip they, yeah they, noted they just that down. spread them and use the leaf and then they to them like collect to them
0: afterwards to yeah. like reuse them
2: genius 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 but doing the most like, with the
0: least good for them
2: poor annie getting stuck in a literal stuck porn situation like <laughs> i didn't know that could happen in real life but here we are <laughs> She was really trapped upside down and uh, thank God Lindsay hurt her. What if she just, what if that was like the end of Annie? Like she doesn't even die. She just stuck in there for the she rest just of the movie. <laughs> Honestly,
0: would have turned out better for her if she just stayed stuck. But we know that Michael goes in the laundry room. I think that's where he kills the dog number two. Um, So unfortunately she would have gotten got regardless. Is it better That she got caught in the car instead of stuck in the window in the laundry room. What do we think?
1: Probably. (laughs) Right? Way (laughs) less embarrassing. But he moved her, so she wouldn't have been found there, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, Nobody would have known that she
0: was stuck. The way that she got freed, and then Lindsay found out she was stuck, and then Paul, the boyfriend on the phone, found out that she got stuck. Maybe if she'd been killed in the window, she would have actually regained or maintained some of that Never been stuck in a window dignity.
1: True. Mm, but true. I think her getting killed in the car probably saved Lindsay's life. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like I feel like he would have child murder for movie four. Exactly. For the, fourth, four, for the four, fourth four, four movies four through six.
0: Yeah.
1: Um <laughs> my favorite death is Linda's. Mm. Because there's nothing more that I love than her like thinking her boyfriend bob is doing a sexy a sexy ghost yeah. dance prank before they go for play. round two <laughs> <laughs> i was just like this is he's just standing there in a ghost sheet which is so fucking funny
2: <laughs> it's so funny and i would love that if that happened if someone i yeah, if like, Adam came in and the ghost feed, I'd be like, ha ha. But now I've seen this movie. So
1: I'll be freaked out instead. So I'd thanks. be so into oh, it. I mean. But it's so funny because poor Linda calls Lori like right as like, she's like, eh, you're being a bore. Like, I'm just going to call Lori and see what she's doing. He wouldn't give her her beer. And so she was pissed. Yeah. in there. Valid. Valid. And, um she's on the phone with Lori as she's getting murdered. And so Lori just hears, ah, oh, oh, it ah, did sound like sex noises. It did, it sounded very sexy. These are the sexiest murders to exist because Annie's murders sound like this. Paul even let out like a, like he was finishing noise Le- or not Paul, Bob. Paul didn't die. Sorry babies. Paul didn't die. <laughs> um, <laughs> but sorry baby
0: apologies to the babies who are relying on us to give them factual information about the halloween franchise <laughs> so that they could factual. start their michael myers love in the womb as intended so sorry to babies we did tell you to tune out and if you're getting misinformation at this point that's on you babies yeah, babies. you gotta
2: start taking responsibility for your actions Look, babies. early
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're raising this it's a hard you. world out there
1: babies
0: what a weird theme for this episode
2: I (laughs) like it I like it too I think it's (laughs) great. I'm gonna change what we're listed under what if we start trending on Apple podcasts under like child podcast child child enrichment
0: (laughs) (laughs) that could be us we say things that could be enriching for children. I don't maybe. want a single
2: child to hear this. If they do, uh, good. Okay. But don't tell your mom. <laughs> if they do, <laughs> Okay. That's when I have a child, problem. that yeah. baby
1: is going to be so enriched with all of my knowledge. <laughs> like yeah, it, she's going to have, have us as aunties. So exactly. they're going to be so <laughs> enriched. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be like, let's all watch Halloween together and talk about yeah. it.
0: But okay. I also, Wait. to get back on topic, Um, I like Linda's death also because we see more of it than we see of the other deaths. Like, we see Annie go into the car, um, and I actually think it's very cool that we see, like, that the windows are steamed up because essentially he's been, like, waiting for her. In the and just that.
1: heavy breathing.
2: Also, just another breathing another classic. hint that she's about to die is that she goes to get her keys because um the car is locked. But when she comes back, the car is open. And it's, mm. they didn't have the remote control unlock thing back then. You have to the turn the key in it. So she just opens the door and it's open. I noticed that just because I watched it two times in like 48 hours. So anyway. Great detail.
0: Um, but yeah, she goes in the car and then he like grabs her or something. um, And then he cuts her neck. And honestly, th- this movie is so bloodless that you, I didn't even like process that that was what had happened at first because I was like what did he just do like it looked like you don't see anything at first at first yeah okay that's right um but the the phone cord around Linda's neck is is just so fun such a great visual um works so well with Annie having called Lori earlier and not saying anything at first because she's just like busy she's doing other stuff it's like look, Lori, just because you picked up the phone doesn't mean I'm ready to talk right away.
1: Her mouth um, was full, okay? Her
0: mouth was full! Um, but then to bring that back and have Lori have, like, a good reason to dismiss it, because A, it's a 70s, no caller ID, so she doesn't even know that it's Linda. Um and B, like this is the second time in maybe two hours like of course she thinks it's the same thing um and it doesn't occur to her that there's a murderer out there doing murders um although it does a little bit because they've been stalked by the car and they have been like this is so creepy she spotted michael a couple of times Yeah,
2: and then um, it just i know that all we talk about is babies um, But maybe Important. believe babies, you know? Maybe that's one of the takeaways from this movie. Believe babies when babies tell you the boogeyman is outside. Like, if I have a kid and my kid's like, there's a hobgoblin underneath my bed, I'm going to check. I'm going to make sure there's no hobgoblin under there. I'm not going to be like, no, you dumb baby. You're dumb. I would never do that. And that's what they do to the poor little boy. He's like, the boogeyman is out there right now. And he
1: is correct. Listen to babies. Oh no, Tommy is totally legit about the boogeyman being real. It. Which again, believe children when they think like a monster is around. Just believe babe, believe the babies, believe, believe, babies. Babies. Hashtag believe
2: hashtag. babies, hashtag believe babies, hashtag believe God, babies, believe babies. God, no way. Yeah, I like no Bob's does.
0: death too. Just because he gets impaled with a knife. And Michael Myers lifts him effortlessly with one hand and stabs him so hard. It goes all the way through his body and into the cabinet. And also the cabinet is so strong that he's just suspended from it there because the
2: The sharp edge of the
0: blade is facing down and the blunt edge of the blade is facing up. And so instead of slicing clean all the way through his body, um, he just dangles and that's when you see the toes.
1: Great visual though. Beautiful visual. One would say Bob is light on his feet. (laughs)
2: god damn it (laughs) okay so let's talk about our girl Lori as final girl because we wait I don't know if you noticed this but uh, it is 54 minutes into the movie before Annie dies so it's 54 minutes of edging minus the first three minutes where someone immediately dies so there's like 51 minutes of edging of spooky shit where no one actually dies that you actually see on camera um, and then it finally then it's just like the last 30 minutes you're like holy fucking shit holding on for dear life but then finally we get Lori out there showing her stuff um and let me just say that she makes some of the most interesting sounds that I've heard from a final girl um very very <laughs> weird um very weird sounds um b- we're back to babies a little goo goo gaga sometimes (laughs) as well she's like oh it sounds like the woman when she falls uh, while she's squishing the grapes in that news segment did anyone ever see this that viral video of the lady who was squishing the grapes with her feet and then she falls on the ground (sighs) And she makes a lot of weird sounds. Some of her sounds, some of Lori's sounds a little bit, sound a little bit like that. I can't believe okay. this is not ringing immediate bells for you. It I will put does, it in the references. It does, but I don't
0: remember how this sounds so, sound. Uh, 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 are <laughs> <You're>
2: like that. <laughs> okay. Guttural, someone would Great. say. But yeah, I mean, I feel like if she had made like f- a few fewer sounds, she would have given herself away a little bit less. Um, yeah. That said very terrifying situation girl make as many sounds as you need to to get through it
0: (laughs) yeah the real problem and the thing that jamie lee curtis said that she got asked all the time is like why do you keep ditching the knife after every time that you stab michael myers like and that first time is what is really the problem um and it's and it's funny actually because you see it later on the ground when she's like exiting or something you see it later in the movie like he just had backup knives um when when he attacks her the second time um but yeah she she he keeps, keeps that thing on him he, he keeps that motherfucking thing on him um but yeah she continually thinks it's over when it's not and ditches her weapon and it's like Ew! um which i don't Faith blame her, her for, back
2: to him great.
0: yeah not great oh,
2: that makes me so anxious i'm like i want to keep him in my sights But, you know, she doesn't think that he um, is beyond, you know, human ability. She thinks she's dealing with a man, but he's actually a superhuman, I don't even know, drone, pure Mm -hmm. force of evil who cannot die. Uh,
0: Yeah, and I think maybe they address that a little bit in Halloween 2 or perhaps one of the 2018 2021 sequels based on one of the articles that I was reading there was something about like a flashback scene that explains something fans have always oh it's one of the newer sequels because it was saying that the sheriff Annie's dad says at some point in this movie like somebody stole a mask and some knives and some rope from the hardware store um and we never see anything happen with the rope although maybe that was instrumental for rigging up the cabinets um and the bodies to fall and swing around um But apparently, it comes in one of those scenes that's like a flashback to the original 1978 movie timeline, whatever. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this this clearly was like the inspiration for the you have to shoot them in the head and scream because he truly he gets stabbed and he gets back up and he gets stabbed again and he gets back up and then he gets shot six times and falls out a window and then he gets back up um so he is just out there
2: chilling oh,
0: yes. doing him um easy. strong yeah he's young he can bounce right back
2: same when i was 21 shoot me six times nothing. throw me out a window
0: yeah easy peasy nothing
2: now at almost 30 that would set me back a few days
0: (laughs) but yeah I think she does a pretty good job as the final girl that aside and also I don't really blame her for that because if I was fighting for my life and was up against the boogeyman and thought I had finished the job I'm sure I also would immediately be like okay no more thank you I'm done now um but that she gets the kids out she herself survives. she even unmasks him in that moment
2: um, yeah, because I was reading all these things. They're like, she's not actually a final girl because if Buttface McGee, what is his name? butt Buttface McGee. That's mean to say about Dr. Loomis. I'm Dr. sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that came out. I don't know why that came out. If Dr. Loomis hadn't come back when he did, then she would have died. But I don't think that that's necessarily true because I watched, I just rewatched it like an hour or two before recording this and like, He's strangling her, but then she rips off his mask, and that distracts him. And then she falls to the ground, so he's no longer throttling her. And then that's when Doctor Loomis shoots him, right? That's like, also kind when- of
0: like a bullshit argument because, like, is Sydney from Scream not a final girl because she wouldn't have survived without Gale Weather's showing up? You know what I mean? Like,
2: it's no. a collaborative yeah.
0: effort, baby. you know yeah, the it's, final it's- girl. It-
2: It's so stupid, but yeah, like, I agree with that, but also, like, based on whatever this person's argument was, like, you don't know what would have happened. Yeah, Yeah, she's fucking scrappy as hell. The knitting needle? Genius! Yeah! Weaponized knitting! Hell yeah! Mm -hmm. That's great! Mm -hmm. So, she's a badass, and also, like, such a fucking little baby cutie in this, like, her sweet, sweet face, her floofy hair, like... I love her. She's so adorable. And I'm sorry that this led to 20, 40 years of her life running from uh, running (laughs) and fighting Michael Myers, poor Lori. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And on that note, um, I want to talk about the extra scenes before we move on to our segments, not just because I've been teasing it this whole time, but because there's actually something super interesting that they do in it. Um, and At this point, I'm going to say spoilers for Halloween 2, like big spoilers, probably, I assume. Again, I haven't seen the movie, but it feels like this would have been a big reveal. Um, Apparently, in Halloween 2, and in the extra, one of the extra scenes that they film for the first Halloween, they reveal that Michael and Lori are siblings. Have you guys ever heard this?
2: Yes Yes. I have I've never heard heard it before (laughs) annoying
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, I mean it's I think you can like have that extra scene in the first one and if you're ignoring the canon from the second one you can still kind of make it work because I think part of the reason that he like focuses on Lori um and like the people surrounding lori is because she comes to the house when he's inside she comes to the myers house to like put the key under the mat and that's one of the first times that you really get the heavy breathing too that i noticed Mm -hmm. um which was used to great effect in that moment um but i think it makes total sense that he killed his sister was institutionalized broke out this is the first girl that he's seeing roughly his sister's age also a teenage girl coming to his house it makes sense that there's like some psychological association of her with his sister or like a sisterly role regardless um i don't really understand why they would make her his actual sister, other it's than Jordan too Carpenter on the said. Nose. Yeah, John Carpenter was like, "Well, we needed something for this, sequel, basically."
1: <laughs> I think that also negates why the first one is so scary because he just happens to see does it. You Know what I mean? Like, yeah, he have yeah. a reason why he's like terrorizing this. I mean, like, he's it's like just the- wrong place, wrong time. Exactly. You know? Like, it could have been a different. You know person who came up to the house and he would have terrorized like them this, but she was the street. one that came and she's the one that got terrorized like it makes like that's what's scary it is the boogeyman he is just doing this to do it like not because like i want to kill my bloodline which also becomes like a huge thing in later uh yeah Ew things it's all about the bloodline
0: ew uh, weird anyway but yeah the extra scenes are um there's a scene with dr loomis like before an advisory board basically arguing that six-year-old michael is a little demon devil um and that his catatonic state is 100 percent an act and he can see right through him but the two people are like no i don't think so and he'll be released when he's 21 i think that they're saying and he's saying like no the six-year-olds must be kept away forever and then there's a scene where he like visits michael in the hospital um And is basically, again, like, I see right through you. As Michael just, like, stares out the window. And then there's a scene where Lori is at her house getting ready. And Linda comes over and is like, can I borrow your silk blouse? Um, And they talk to, like, Annie on the phone. And Annie calls Linda a nerd or something. um, Which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Oh, she calls her a creep. Um, And then Linda's like, no, you're a creep. Ha, ha, ha. And they do a little giggly giggle. Um, And then... There is a scene after Michael has escaped where Dr. Loomis is at the hospital. It's like right before the scene where he walks out and is talking to the police officer about how Michael drove away. And he goes to visit Michael's hospital room, and it's been like trash, and it has the word "sister" scrawled on the door. And that's when they like make the connection, or or whatever, um, for Halloween too.
2: Fucking how is she, where is she in the opening scene? Where the fuck is she? Was she not born yet? No, is she younger than him? She is. Okay, so she wasn't born yet? No, she's she six born. years younger. Yeah.
1: She's so, just a baby in a baby carriage? I don't know, man. The whole thing like is that. she was like a newborn and like the murder and then like the parents die. Like kind of like tra- like tragically afterwards. So she gets adopted
2: oh okay fine it could happen it could happen interesting it could happen hmm. if she was a little baby it could happen the theme is babies oh my the theme
0: God. is babies and now we know why um, I can't believe we planned that. this all this along happened
2: you know it's just amazing realizing things
0: mm-hmm. like i love 2022 is the real year of realizing, realizing things. things i
2: couldn't agree uh-huh. more i could not agree more um, but let's
0: move into our segments <laughs>
2: awesome okay well how could this movie be gay?
0: <laughs> Michael's gay Michael's gay why? and he likes to be Michael's a bisexual dramatic. king
2: fine okay. he could be bi. why are you
0: anti Michael Myers gay
2: agenda? I just don't like him that much but I sure. do I just like I just you know My I want to hang out with him dramatics. at pride this year you know I don't want to um sure but if he's in the community, he's gonna be there, and I'm gonna have to be like, "Hey, Michael, hey, good Michael. to see you." Yeah, you know, do that whole thing. It's a lot of social work that I don't want to have to do, but I uh-huh, it.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Um, no, Michael Myers is, do- is a bisexual icon, just like constantly like lurking around pretty girls, but like you know, too afraid to talk to them. You know, like I mm. get like that. That's big. <laughs> <bisexual>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah I, like I, you I said, relate to he, that.
0: He was <laughs> kissing Bob just off screen. They had that sexual tension in their, in their moment. Um, they did.
1: Bob was Michael's first kiss, little known fact.
2: <laughs> wow, people don't know about this, but um, they couldn't have a gay on-screen kiss in this film, but there is yeah, a gay off-screen kiss, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> and... pretty clear from the feet, yeah. Uh,
0: You could also argue that when he is killing his sister in the beginning, right after the sex, and he picks up the the mask that he's wearing, the little clown mask, um, the boyfriend had been wearing earlier, had like picked up off the floor in the living room and brought upstairs to the bedroom. Um, Mm -hmm. And so for him to like follow that moment, um, you could argue that Michael has some weird feelings towards his sister, I guess. But you could also argue that Michael has some weird feelings towards his sister's boyfriend. And that's why he's like- It's jealousy. Taking the mask. It's jealousy. That's why he lets the boyfriend walk away scot-free, no issues, just lets him walk right by, puts on his mask and then is like, I wonder what it's like to be him. I'm gonna penetrate my sister in my own individual, not sexual way.
2: Wow, dark, twisted, interesting take. (laughs) (laughs) But I could see it. I, I was with you up until the penetrate my sister in my well, own way. And, but <laughs> he does. Am I wrong?
0: <laughs> yep. Am no. I wrong?
2: Uh, I'm I
0: just saying.
1: Better. Where would Matthew Lillard fit into this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matthew Lillard would have been an incredible baby Michael Myers. Because he would have been about eight at mm. the time. Perfect. That would be an iconic start, mm-hmm. right? That would have been an incredible start for Maddie yeah. Lily or boy. Perfect. Time Absolutely traveling perfect. Maddie
0: Lily would also be a great Bob. Um, and I yes. would like to see. He would look great in those glasses.
2: Bob. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if they do like a true remake, well, that doesn't make
1: sense. Never also, mind. <laughs> he would be a good <laughs> Doctor Loomis. I would love mm. to see yeah, Maddie okay. Lily be a Loomis, you know? Ooh. Little circle. Oh, a little queer reference.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, he could also be any one of the school kids. He could be the bully kid if we're going oh, with true. how true, true, true. he
0: would be. Being like, watch out for the, the boogeyman. He's going to get you.
2: Yeah. So mean they throw with pumpkin on the ground. Which you is rude. How- it's very rude. I would be devastated. Um, yeah, there's a lot of options for Maddie here. Um, but as far as dumb bitch goes, I feel like uh, it's like every, like we said, person of authority. Mm-hmm. And I would even include Lori's dad. He didn't know it, but he condemned his daughter to a life of pain and fear by making her bring <laughs> those keys <laughs> to the Myers house. <laughs> he couldn't have known, but how dare he? <laughs>
1: Listen, how dare he make his teenage daughter daughter just do extra things for that? Doesn't she have
0: enough responsibilities? She's already babysitting.
2: I know. Even her babysitter, Tommy, even Tommy's like, why are you walking in this part of the neighborhood? School's that away." And And he's like, like, you're going to to the spook house. scary. The spook house. I too would look at the house and get close to it though. So fuck, you know. But yeah, I would do that yeah. of my own accord, and then I'd be the dumb bitch. Oh, Lori I'd be all up in that house.
0: But yeah, Doctor Loomis with that not dog, not glancing. Uh, oh, jeez, Doctor Loomis not glancing across the street and seeing the car for one second. Dumb bitch behavior. Um, the police not bothering to look for the car or even believe that anything is happening. Really, dumb bitch behavior. The guy who's like, he can't drive after people saw him drive with their own eyes, dumb bitch behavior. Like, there's enough of this award to go around this episode.
2: Seriously, like everyone is failing.
1: <laughs> I think Except I like Corey. Dr. Lucas not seeing the car. Because there's multiple times. That's kind when of he ultimate yeah. car. Yeah. There's
2: many, many, many times. He's literally right there and, and the, the fact that he turns around and he's like oh and when he sees <laughs> it like he's so shocked i'm like you motherfucker! it's been
1: there one of he's my not favorite. joyriding and one of my favorite scenes is when like dr loomis is at the where he like where they were michael robbed and you see the car just like driving behind <laughs> seriously he, oh. michael
0: myers Great at driving, um, Not bad at being subtle. Um he's just absolutely riding at Annie and Lori's tail, a hundred percent tailgating them. They don't even notice. So a little bit dumb bitch nomination for that, but just a Poor nomination. Pot.
2: They're high Um, driving, okay. They have a lot. You think they'd be a little more
0: paranoid though, being like, "Who's this behind us?" Especially after Linda shouted at a man, and then they took note of the car. Um, and especially Mm -hmm. this is after they were in school, and Lori noticed that someone in the car was like watching her from across the street. Um, so Mm -hmm. a little more spatial situational awareness could have benefited them. Um, but again, you're right. They are high, and they are teenagers. And there are other people doing much more egregious dumb bitch behavior. I'm but I do bonus. like when Dr. Loomis yells at the kids from um, behind the bush. I did think that was funny. So <laughs> he gets one bonus point for that, but not enough to save him from winning the award. It's also kind of a dumb bitch intervention as well, but it is funny. It is funny. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, that brings us to our Knives Out of Fives. And so I, I know this movie is beloved, but what did people think back in the day? Or I guess it's just now. <laughs> it's not really a time capsule rating.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, on IMDb, this movie got a 7.7 7 out of 10 um, on Rotten Tomatoes this movie got a 96% fresh from critics, which is like pretty high, maybe one of the highest we've seen. Um, Although I don't recall off the top of my head. Um, And it got 89% fresh from audiences. So pretty good overall. Um, And it also is just like, very much lauded as an incredible iconic film. Um, It was selected in 2006 for preservation in the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being, quote, culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. Um, And it was also voted in some Entertainment Weekly list as the fifth scariest film of all time. Um, So that's the base that I lay for this. I will say for my own rating like i said not really a halloween girly necessarily have a much better appreciation for it now than i did even like a few days ago when i was watching the movie um i think the the perspective is really interesting because they only use it for michael that one time in the beginning um but then there are enough like handheld shots that are sort of perspective e even when you can see michael in the frame like there's one in particular where he's in the car driving by the school that i am thinking of and it like shifts from looking through the windshield behind him to looking out the window um and so it seems like a pob shot even though there's nobody sitting there but it contributes to like this overall spooky atmosphere of like being watched or someone was watching someone is lurking um that I think really really that and the music um do so much heavy lifting and making this movie scary when so much doesn't happen for so long um I think it's just like a well put together film especially for the resources they had for it which were so incredibly low um they didn't have a lot of money they didn't have a lot of things on set like Jamie Lee Curtis went to I don't know JC Penney's and bought her own wardrobe for this movie like everyone was just responsible for dressing themselves essentially um I think with what they had available to them they made an incredible film and also just like baseline it's iconic it doesn't necessarily resonate with me in particular. Um, But I think if I saw it in the right circumstances, it would be a Five Knives movie. That said, I'm not quite there yet on my own, so I'll give it like a provisional rating of like a 4.65.
1: Awesome. This movie (laughs) fucking slaps. I'm sorry, but like this is a Five out of five for me. I this was my first horror movie. So this is my like la lo- like entry entry to horror love of it. I have like, you know, special memories, like watching this with my dad. My ringtone <laughs> is still the Halloween like horror theme. Like it's it holds up it's good like it's not in your face scary but it is that it builds suspense it makes you uncomfy it it's so it's so important this movie is yeah culturally important like so important for horror as a genre this movie is so beloved to like so many people also um they do a really good uh, job talking about this movie on Netflix and like the movies that made us or something like that. Mm. Uh, This is an episode and it is incredible. Also like we get, this is John uh, Carpenter's like breakthrough movie and we get him and he's so important in horror and film and just, the way this is shot, the way the music is its own character in this, mm-hmm. the way the Jamie Lee Curtis is fucking timeless. She looks basically the, almost, you know, not exactly the same, but like exactly the fucking same. Like, and I know for her, this was like her trying to prove this because this was like her first big starring. Yeah, this was her debut. Yeah, and this fucking gave us, like, gave us Jamie Lee Curtis as we know her. Like, iconic scream queen, love of my life, Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, Mm -hmm. without this, we never would have had Freaky Freaky Friday. Friday. (gasps) Freaky (laughs) Friday. Yes.
2: We we need Freaky Friday. We need Freaky Friday.
1: We need Freaky Friday. Like, this movie is perfect. And again, I don't think it's that scary. Yeah, but it, it's,
0: there's like no on-screen blood or gore. Even when he's stabbing his sister, so much of it is like imagined because you see yes. the sister and then when the stabbing starts, the camera POV like pans away to look at the knife as it's coming up instead. Yeah, it's,
1: but the suggestion is so powerful. It's a true work of art this Yeah. Movie. Like from start to finish, it's perfect. No notes.
2: No, no. I, I totally agree with you. I'm glad I've now seen this, what, five times? What did I say earlier? Like enough for it, it
0: to like click into place in your brain.
2: Yeah, because like I don't know. The the intensity of the fandom around it is was kind of like a wall around it for me. Um and I just like it it was all about Michael and and all about that face and all of it. And I just I just didn't get it. But the movie itself is just something so special it's kind of a slow burn man it's a slow burn and you know I love a fucking slow burn and the details are there and they're so much fun and it really creates that sense of anxiety and I love that he's a stunt queen I really love (laughs) that he's a stunt queen I don't know I just think that I mean it's it's got all the hype in the entire world and it's fucking worth it you know once you look at it the right way. Uh, and so I don't know if I'm going to give this five out of five, but I'm going to give it a 4.9. Um, mm. I, I I really like this movie. It's not my number one of all time, but um, I am now intrigued to look at the rest of the franchise in a different way, but maybe not all of it. I don't know. I feel like this one jumps the shark in a different way than, than other of the big three do like, Michael doesn't go to space. Michael doesn't go under the sea or something. There's no under the sea, <laughs> I don't think.
0: <laughs> there should be. H2O. Halloween H2O, H2O, H2O should be the mermaid sea. Australian TV show spinoff, Under the Sea. Let's reboot
2: Halloween about H2O. It. about it. And
0: what are their names? Ricky, Emma, I don't know. I didn't really watch that show. I just no. know the names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chloe. Cleo there we go that's it that's it thank you I have
2: literally no idea what you're talking about but yeah that's I mean, okay. there, I feel like this 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 uh franchise takes itself really seriously a lot of the time in a way that the other ones obviously do not and so mm-hmm. I think that also pissed me off because I was like fucking have a joke you know um but like I'm there now. I'm there now. I don't know if I'll watch all of them, but I'll certainly watch all of the, the new franchise that came out starting in 2018 because 2018 won't <laughs> fucking slapped. So thank you, Halloween. And who's going to introduce next week's episode? Because babies, it's, we're in a new month. We're heading into the beginning of summer almost. I guess it's still spring. It feels like it's getting towards summer though. I don't know. It's Definitely um, getting
0: towards summer. Time is progressing.
2: Chelsea, do you want to intro it's... this one? I'm I'm oh. the only one who's seen it. Um, sure, but, but
0: I can I can but introduce it.
2: Like if you want to do it, go for
0: it. Yeah. Um. We were researching movies to do. Um. A couple weeks ago, we like to kind of space out our choices, like timeline. What's the uh? chronology wise um kind of leap through the eras so we're not bundling anything too close together um so I was looking at like mid-2000s or like early aughts late aughts movies online um and I saw the movie May from 2002 um and I was intrigued it was on a list of like the best movies from that era and it has Jeremy Sisto and it has Anna Faris, um, and I know both of those people, and so I was immediately intrigued. I don't know who the star is, um, but I when I looked it up, I realized I had seen the poster. Um, it stars May Dove Kennedy, Kennedy. I don't know. Um, but it seems really interesting um and yeah. and i have no idea but i watched the trailer which is apparently very spoilery so don't watch the trailer don't if you watch haven't the trailer yet
2: going blind I went in blind when I watched this in high school so how many years has it been through high school no one's gonna count I'm not gonna let you um so (laughs) so I don't fucking remember much but I remember my jaw dropping and being like shit you know so um (laughs) hopefully I still have that reaction in a positive way I think that we will there's Um, at least
0: one scene from the trailer that I am very excited to learn more about and get more context for So I'm looking forward to this episode. And I also just, it's called May because um, her name is May. Oh, that's the character's name earlier that I said. The actress's name is Angela Bettis, whatever. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's called May for her, not for the month of May. Um, But But, I thought it would be fun to start off the month of May with the movie May.
1: It's (laughs) gonna gonna be May. There we go.
0: Exactly. Perfect.
2: The theme is May. Um, if you May. haven't gotten that yet. Um, and why not, while we're thinking about, you know, spring and giving life and giving love, rebirth. Comes back to babies. This just comes back to, well, yeah, it's always babies, but uh, it comes back to giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts um, in the end. Why not breathe new life into our podcast mm-hmm. by giving us a five-star review? Um apparently it's been working the last couple of episodes when I give you the exact words to say in the <laughs> review. Um, cause almost every time I've done that, we've gotten one, we got a ha, ha 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 we got a Vincent Price is a bisexual icon. Um, that was from Nicholas shouts to Nicholas. We love you. Um, but this week, how about this? You have two options. Um, you could write, uh, believe babies okay three options believe babies you can just do hashtag believe babies you could also (laughs) write something from the perspective of a new parent who is introducing their child to language (laughs) with our (laughs) podcast so that's something um forget coco melon listen to spooky tuesday that
1: it could be what you write (laughs) or you could write a review as a baby (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Ooh, a little role play. Pretend you are a play. baby. That's really fun. That's really fun. Or a something. Google Google. Gaga. A little Goo Goo Gaga. Goo Goo Gaga is a great option. And then here's your last option: Michael Myers stunt queen. That could be also what the whole review says. He's Look. a
0: stunt queen. He deserves his flowers.
2: Yeah. So those are some prompts for you. Um, get to creative writing. Your five star review. Thank you. Uh, and why not follow us on social media while you're at it at spooky underscore tuesday on tiktok twitter instagram maybe something else tumblr and facebook we are at spooky tuesday pod and at spooky tuesday on letterboxd and we're also on youtube and we have one youtube video and we might do a second one and you want to you want to hear it maybe one day yeah turn on notifications another video could be right around the corner um and thank you for listening don't forget also before we forget sorry remember that we have our amazing partnership with anna luisa and so go to our link that's linked in the bio it is shop.com Anna, no, what is it? Shop dot Anna, Shop dot, Anna, Shop dot, Anna dot com slash Spooky Tuesday. Yeah, I didn't even read that. Professional. Incredible. Thank you for know. listening.
1: Bye, <laughs> spooky babies. <laughs> baby. Goo goo gaga. What's the boogeyman? <laughs> As
0: a matter of fact, it was. Spooky Tuesday was created by Monica Height, Sydney Thompson, and Chelsea Duff and edited by Sydney Thompson. Our gorgeously spooky tunes are all thanks to Tamara Simons who you can follow on Instagram at Captain Tamra, and our podcast art is by Mary Murphy who you can find on Instagram at the underscore moon underscore omg.